Welcome to audience, and this is Marcus Boston. I'm Cecil W. Adams. And we want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Soulardians. And you can find me at Marcus Boston 314. You can find me at Cecil W. Adams on all platforms. You can pick up your merch, Soulardian merch, from buyjack.com slash the Soulardians. You can also... Go down and support Colorado Bob Ship of Fools at 3457 Morgan Ford Road. We would like to thank you and ask you to like, share, comment, and have your friend listen to the Slardians. And we would like you to enjoy the show. Peace. We act like this a studio, this really just a trap. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, and everything in between. I am Marcus Boston. I, I am Cecil W. Adams. Which is not here today, but we have an upgrade. We have a replacement to the tribe, then the replacement Cecil. I want to hear about it later. But we have a new tribe member, and it's Adam Heitman. Oh, wait, hello. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you, good sir, for coming down to uh, the BBC. Hey, thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. Big Buddha Communications, awesome. for those that wasn't sure. I am a fan of acronyms that you have shortly learned. <laughs> Very much so, and I had to clarify the first time you told me. <laughs> so how you doing, man? How's, how's life? Dude, loving it, man. Love the setup. Love being in here. Just feels good on a Wednesday, right? Yeah, I, I thank you for having for making time for us and, um, and having this moment for sharing time, because uh, this is all we got. You know, the past is what it is. The future, we don't know. But the present is the present because it's a gift to have. Amen. And even days, you're like, damn, I wish I had a little bit more of this, a little more of that. You know, um, I'm, a, I'm a huge stoic philosophy person. So Marcus Aurelius is a big, uh, I'm a big fan of his, um, his, 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 his thoughts and words. And, you know, he was uh, one of the five good emperors of Rome. Mm-hmm. And he had a, uh, it's a book I carry around. It might be my backpack at night. It's called The uh, Emperor's Handbook. Okay. So it was just him. It was never meant to be published. It was a personal journal that showed up, and we hopefully it was translated correctly. You know, we can never hopefully. we yeah. never know what's been interpreted and how. Once we get it a thousand years later, is exactly what he wrote. But I mean, overall, it pretty holds true. I've seen it in different versions. It's always the same couple quotes or thoughts. Pretty much the same without doing through each interpretation of who's writing that book, right, what he right. originally wrote. So those type of things keep me going and. It's a good start to the day, you know. Something I can, I can sort of uh, trust is what it's actually meant to say. What's your favorite out of it, then? I mean, it really depends. Like, I mean, I highlight a lot of different things in there. It's always like you know, being mindful of being prepared for the world that comes your way. Don't be surprised if some bullshit comes your way, and be prepared to handle it in a very thoughtful way, not emotional. It's almost like, um, you know, don't be a victim to your emotions. Control your emotions. Like your emotions, like wild horses. If you don't have the mental preparedness to harness those horses like a chariot they will run wild you gotta right. know how to harness your emotions to let to guide that horsepower in the right direction to do great things so for me i like to start my mornings you know with some prayer and a couple of verses and get going and then even during the day we revert back to them i get some downtime or a moment or i make a choice to make a moment to just read through a couple a couple lines i've highlighted i open a book and just pick one Right. And let that randomness be the, the thought I need to have and carry me through that day, through that moment, because we don't know what life's going to bring us. We don't know what the left turn's going to mean. We don't know what that stoplight might bring you away. But you got to be grateful for having the moment to be there, to have that good or bad. Even good or bad is a, um, 
uh, dryer's done. Even, <laughs> <laughs> even, even that, even good and bad is all by interpretation. Yeah. So when you hone your when you hone your mind to see the good in, in everything, you know it's life's a little more easy to navigate. That's very true because that's how I've lived most of my life is to make sure that you know bad things are going to happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. How you actually deal with them is life in Correct. general and how you look at them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, almost cut off two of my fingers and I still looked at it like hey. There was a guy telling me to slow down a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know, and now I'm at where I'm at now. So I would never anything that had happened, I would never take it back. You can slide your mic a little bit closer to you, everyone do. Yeah, there Sorry. You there you go. There you go. Good money. It's okay. I'm here to teach it. I stay. I'm, I'm, it's a work in progress. Awesome. What what is what I had a, what I have so many damn sayings I I governed by. But we'll get into those. So we're gonna start off I was usually do on the human becoming podcast. Cause I I think human being is too stagnant. Like human being uh, gives you the thought of being a, a conclusion. There's a there's a wall there because like human being is you're done in my in my impression of what that means. Human becoming means you're still growing, you're still learning new things, letting old things go, relearning things. You, we've learned a lot of bad habits as men just based on what we did did not know, and you have to know when to shed those bad habits and pick up new ones. Correct. At least be able to explain why you have that bad habit. If I can say you do this. Why do you do it? If you can't explain why you do it, then why are you doing it? Self-awareness. Yeah, it, it takes a little bit of time to be more introspective. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just, you know, spend some time with yourself. No, no one should know you better than yourself, but also know that you'll know everything. Because a man knows, man knows everything knows nothing. Right. Take a level of humility and humbleness to say, I don't know, and I'm willing to learn. You know, like I uh, say, uh, I listen to understand, not to reply. That's something I have trouble with. I really do have a lot of trouble with that. I, I try to listen through everything, but sometimes I always want to say what I think I know. Right. And I don't do it on purpose or to be disrespectful, but it's just something that how my brain is wired. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and I agree. I think that's, uh, um, I think, I think a lot of things we do are more, you know, the nature versus nurture conversation. I think a lot right. of it's more nurture than nature. Okay. A lot of bad and good things we learn, we learn either indirectly or directly based on our environment. Correct. Opportunity, um, you know, situations that we are we earned or maybe did not earn. But once again, it comes down how we how we choose to see those things and what we're willing to hold on to or let go. Okay. I think one of my biggest thing is that, like I let go of a lot of shit. <laughs> like you know, the good happens and I'm on to like oh it happened. I thank you for it. I'm on to whatever's come next or the bad. So like I don't get a chance to. Sometimes people have things happen to them. They hold on to it and let them take them to wherever it might be. A financial, you know, um, gain, a loss, but like some things you just gotta let go. Some some things that happen to you that you didn't do happens to you, right? But you have to learn that lesson. Lessons I learned are repeated, right? And you know, and just let it go. You see, when some people are alive but already dead, that's a little deep right now. Yeah, we're <laughs> only two drinks in. Oh man, come on. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Okay, we'll, we'll get to we, I'm sorry, guys. I got as deep early, early than usual, guys. I know. I've been, I've been on my John Mary kick all day. So yeah, Part of my brain has not started working yet, by the way. Okay. I know. I apologize. I've been going, I've been going hard all day. <laughs> hey, but I appreciate it. I like it. The thought process is amazing. I, you know, I got... It's, it's, um, it's something I was given time to develop. A lot of us aren't given time to... 
you know, develop our own thoughts. Oftentimes, we were inundated with thoughts and behaviors from other people around us, be parents, you know, family members, jobs, spouses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I get, I have the opportunity to spend a lot of time just observing, you know, spend a lot of time in history books or documentaries or shows just trying to see the repeated behavior cycles that get certain conclusions that we're not aware of because we do it over and over again it's the same thing that's it if you're not familiar um, if you're not aware of the cycle you can't break it right right sorry sorry Shalorty. this is this is why cecil is here <laughs> <laughs> i'm not here it's cecil's the break apparently i'm not doing a good job sorry cecil my bad it's okay it's okay so we're gonna start off with the week that was so adam tell us what the week that was for you well, actually, I'll start with something that's very much present, not was, but still this week. Um, actually, today is my wife and I's four-year anniversary for being married. We were actually married in Soulard at the Soulard Station. Oh, give us some Thank you. love, Thank you. man. Oh, brother, it, it, it means the world to me. It's, it's you know, we we got so busy, like you said, you, there's so many things that, you know, you, you focus on so intently that you mm-hmm. forget things. And it wasn't a matter of fact if I forgot my wife. I love my wife every day. But it was like, oh, wait, this is a day that is special. Mm-hmm. And we both kind of like had that moment of like, oh, oh, wow, that's today. <laughs> that's what it is. Like, when I say this often, I guess what I struggle with is um, now I've sort of found my entrepreneurial lane and, you know, like what I enjoy doing is podcasting and sort of figuring out how to build bridges. But I was doing that before I had this defined platform. It right. was me. Going to different places, if it me going from Nick's Pub to Soulard to wherever I was at, and bringing my friends with me that wanted to make that path, I'll go by myself. Right. Most people are like, oh, I'm not gonna go somewhere alone. Like, I'll go. I'll just take. I'll just take my stick and I'll go and I'll figure out where I'm going. And then once I get the lay of the land, I'll come back and say, hey, we got, I got a dope situation in fucking Soulard. Let's make the most of it. And then everyone eats. Right. I want everybody to eat. It ain't no fun eating by yourself. No hell, it's no fun that way. You know. And that's the thing. I one of the things that I think people have the most problem with is doing things by themselves. I can go to a bar, and like that is one of my, I guess, favorite pastimes would mm-hmm. be to go and actually not analyze people, but understand them. And in that situation, because usually that's the point where they they let go a little bit more. Yeah, you know, so you actually have the ability in a very short period of time to figure out who they are, and then that's what either creates great friends or somebody that you like. I definitely don't want to hang mm-hmm. out with them for two or three weeks and then find out they suck yeah. you know <laughs> yeah you know and i think when you have time to hone your energy and be aware of your good and bad in the middle because life is more great than black and white oh very much so Cause it's easy whatever whatever is simply understood is often not the truth because people are more like i said people are complicated this is one of my favorite lines too where people are inconsistent and in, in a paradoxical so we say one thing do another we are more complex than we put on and oftentimes, the person we meet in public is not who they really are. Very true. <laughs> I actually, I had this discussion with my dad about um, how people dumb down who they are to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's, it's, it's crazy. He kind of looked at me like I had two heads when I said it because, you know, um, he's a very smart man and he doesn't do that. But I myself had done that at one point to be accepted. And it was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? You know, <laughs> I didn't know that that was an actual thing for more than just myself. You know? Yeah, because if you, if you don't love yourself first and know what you will or will not deal with, and you let the world dictate what that means, you you, you behind the A-ball by a long shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hurt people hurt people. 
And that's just the reality of the words. You have to be able to interpret those. They're looking to maybe uh, step on you to get to the next step. And sometimes, you know, when you're mindful of that, you can sort of be okay with it, but you know how far let it go. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's friends and convenience. You know, mm-hmm. you have your friends and convenience versus your friends. You know yeah. the people that, you know, you can be gone for seven, eight years, mm-hmm. and then you they walk back in your life. And not because maybe um, disagreements or anything else, but space, you know? Yeah. Like, I have a friend in Washington, D.C. It doesn't matter. When he comes in, it literally leaves off exactly the same spot. Exactly. But friends and convenience are, you know, people they will still say hi and keep in contact, but they won't, they don't make your life, they might make it a little bit better at the time, mm-hmm. but they don't make it better with longevity yeah absolutely and that leads me to my one another one of my favorite sayings <laughs> <laughs> we vibing right now is this what's going on this is how it happened this is what the salonians <laughs> podcast is about it's just getting that energy and going the same direction to be do dope shit um it's like people come in life for a season reason and lifetime you said it to me actually in the bar yeah, exactly because uh, uh, i love it because it's so accurate and, and what's funny i didn't understand when my grandmother told me that around 11 i didn't understand what that meant when she said it, she planted that seed early. That was she good. did, and she said, "And there's time and place for everything." I didn't get it then, but there's times when you need to be a leader, like you know, aggressively. There's time to be passive. There's time to be, you know, just a fly on a wall, and there's time to bring some shit up later and not now. Some people get so emotionally charged in a moment that they say things and do things in a moment that they're going to regret because they couldn't control those horses. And we all have those emotional horses. You know what I'm saying? It comes to being impulsive, you know, with a woman or friends or whatever they may be. But you have to prepare yourself for those impulsive moments and know how to harness them. Say, you know, I will burn this motherfucker down. But you know what? I ain't going to do it. Ain't time and place. There's more to lose than it's the game for me behaving that way. But one thing I will say about that, just kind of like, you know, I'm I'm just going to go, and this thing is totally different than anything I've ever dealt with. It's like tentacles going everywhere. All right. Um, sometimes I believe, as you know, you said that you said that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Things are going down how you look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've let my emotions get the best of me. Mm-hmm. And at that point, that actually set me up either to help myself later on in life yeah. or a friend. Because things that I deal with, you know, you just I don't always think about just, oh, this is just me. Because guess what? And I think I told you this the other day. Yeah. It was just like, it's not all about you. No, it's not. You know, and I look at it going, okay, something's happening here, and my emotions got run wild. I didn't mean to do it, but it helped me for somebody else. So your experiences are the ones for the next person or the next session in life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I, I probably am I'm coming to, I think I spend a lot of time being too cerebral and not letting my impulses take me where it needs to go. So I'm slowly... Working on this is this platform and my other shows allow me to sort of have the conversation with people I might didn't have didn't plan to have the conversation with about what I'm chewing on between my ears. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I get a different vibe with you. I get a different vibe with Amber was on a PK. Like we've had a very good string of podcasts and guests that we need to have, and we you know we work right. on it and try to get people on and blah blah blah. And like you just certain things you just do what you can do and let it work itself out. Right. Can't worry about what you can control. You know, it's like the serenity prayer. Control what you can control. It's, That's it's one, it. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things that you it's you want to try to control everything because yeah. it's your life. You think, oh, this is mine, mm-hmm. but you have to let go. Sometimes. Once you know your life is about you, life is a lot more peaceful. Very true. Very true. That's tough to get to that point. Not everybody can. It Not takes everybody time. will. It Not takes time. Will. That's, that's exactly. the sad part. Yeah. You got to know. You got real to let. Just jump and let go and let it be what it is. 
And wherever you fall, just say, hey, I jumped, I'm flying, I'm hitting, whatever. Okay. You got to have perspective. You got to know the world is bigger than your goddamn front door. You know what I'm saying? There's things going on in places of the planet that is horrible. But you, we have this. We are somehow in this situation in a beautiful home and neighborhood doing dope shit. When there's some shit going on that maybe we can do better. Maybe we can help. You know, maybe instead of blowing whatever we blow at the ball, we can, you know, give some shit the other way, you know? You are 100% right in every aspect because when I, it's, it's, you're hitting heartstrings right now because it, it really takes me to a place where a lot of the stuff that I have done become to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not because of me, obviously, because I've had support to do it, but, you know, it, it's stopping at me right now. Mm-hmm. And that's what bothers me so much because it's not because I want to have it all. I don't. I, like you said, eating the table by yourself, not fun. But also, if you're eating the table with a bunch of people that don't want to help out mm-hmm. in the long run, you better by yourself. wasting your time, man. Mm-hmm. And one thing that has resonated with me so much, and this is too deep for right now, but leaving your mark, mm-hmm. right? Legacy. Legacy. It, 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 legacy is, is so much more than just the, the next generation of you or the person that you've actually put forward. It's... It's and it's not remember me. I don't care if you remember me. Remember what had happened, right? Mm-hmm. Well, man, there's this one guy who took care of this and helped out. I don't care if you remember my name. Just know the act happened. Yeah, right. That's it. And it's like you will leave. You should leave your 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 fingerprint on people, but not like he, you give. You shouldn't give. I gave such and such money. No, I just give for the sake of giving. I you know I I can't, you can never go broke giving. No one goes broke giving because you can have the world and have nothing. And we've seen that over and over again. Right. You work so hard to get somewhere and you put your value in things, not in people. And every, and also, even with saying that, everyone ain't worth it. Everybody ain't getting into heaven. And wh- however you define heaven, you can't worry about who don't, ain't ready to get there. Now, it may come back later down the road and there may be a better position to embrace what your your energy and your vibe's at. But if they ain't there now, it's cool. We just keep it moving. This train don't stop because you got off. No. You may catch up the next station down the road and it'll still be as welcome as it was the last time. You know, like Tupac said, I ain't no killer, but don't push me. What did Roosevelt say? Uh, what say? What did he say? Uh, walk tall and carry a big stick. Is that what he said? I very close to that, if not that. But I mean, he was riding a moose, so I can't remember anything else. Yeah, moose, you know exactly. <laughs> I, keep, I keep walking on your back to your week that was, Adam. I'm sorry, I can understand. No, that, that, that tangents, brother. You know, after that kind of stuff happens, and like you know, you realize of the thought process of like, wow, where, where have I been? Where what happened? That was the end point for me. It was just like nothing else mattered. You know, you you you, you literally have your day to day routine, mm-hmm. which I can't even say that it'd be a routine anymore because. My day is different every day now, yes. and I—it's good and bad, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm—I'm—I'm I'm right now in this transitional spot yeah. where like life is just going. Uh, what are we gonna do, guys? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah. I'm sitting here going, I, I don't know, but I'm gonna do my best at it. But isn't it, isn't it just isn't it thrilling though? Isn't it always thrilling to know that it's always something to be done? Like you knowing that you're doing something that leaves that makes the world around you a better place and you're in your opening doors and even people information they probably wouldn't have you know like you you got off of the predictable maybe income the predictable daily routine but like you're in control of making an impact in ways you look, you can never see each day well i never know what the podcast who may who it might reach what the you know positive words might do 
but I know it's doing something to somebody somewhere. And you might not know that for years. Exactly. That that's something that could come back, you know, even 15, 20 years down the road and be like, remember when you did this? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I remember that. And be like, well, this did this for me. And you're uh-huh. like, wow, I didn't realize. Yeah. But, but you don't base your no. want to do this on that. You base it on, hey, I'm going to do this for me and whoever else would like to listen. So. Yeah, I want to do it for the ethos, and you know, if it comes back to me, it's cool. If it doesn't, that's cool too. Like, man, it's like I don't know. I'm not, I don't know how long, much longer I got left. But with the time I do, I'm gonna make the most of it, and let it be. When I make it to a t-shirt uh, face on a t-shirt, I hope that I hope that that service is a party, not a goddamn. I got a friend situation. who put your face on a t-shirt right now. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if that's the end game for you, I got you covered, man. You don't need. I don't need my head to go no bigger than it is. <laughs> No, bigot. No, no bigots already. I've too actually much. put somebody's face on a set of cornhole boards. I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, so if that's what you really want, I got you, man. And running for office in 2020 and beat Marcus Boston 2020 is uh is what we gearing up for in the next year. That's I think it should be Marcus America because Marcus Boston is very specific. Oh, Marcus America. There you go. I mean, just if oh, you're gonna look run, at that. look at. See, this is why this is here for. This is see. Look, Oh, jeez. Oh, okay, fan. Now, so you say, so you're your four-year anniversary. Four-year anniversary, yeah. Isn't is it amazing how when you find the right woman that understands who you are and what you want to be without you having to say anything about it? There's a piece. Well, this is what I've seen. Like, my mom has been married for, I think, 11 years. Um, she's 55. Her husband's 38, somewhere in there. Good for her. Exactly. <laughs> and I've never seen them argue. I've never seen them do anything but have a very stringent and like peaceful team working. Like, I don't see it. Like, yeah, they, they've already had those those sessions, right? Yeah, because I mean, with her, and I, I was raised with a lot of my aunts and my mom and my grandma, you know, not so much my, my uncles and uh and, and so and so and so forth. So she, at no point in my upbringing. That I ever felt she needed a man to qualify her existence, so she was patient. So either like That's I realized good. this with relationship, either you're patient, you wait, you do you, and let that person come and find you, or you aggressively go through the go break the eggs to get the omelet. Right. Get a, so those are two approaches: either you break those eggs to get the omelet, or you be patient and wait for it to show up. Well, I'm definitely not the patient wait for it. So kind you, of, you had of, to yeah, break those yeah. eggs to get the omelet. Yeah. So, so you know, get... finding out that she was the one was very amazing. So, and, and you know, four years is just the marriage thing. It's not yeah. so much the been together. It's like nine years or something like yeah. that. So, yeah, she, she's going to be 30 this year. Yeah. Wait, am I not allowed to tell her? <laughs> the tell the truth, say the devil. <laughs> the truth. Sorry, I'm going to pour this right now because she's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but but thirty never look good on nobody else, right? Yeah, clean like, it up. There you go. Man. Clean up on out three. Yes, <laughs> clean it. Clean it up. Good job. You see, that's why you married. No, like see. No, she she's gonna she could have got rid of me a lot. I'm I'm tough to deal with because like I'm mm-hmm. I'm very I'm aggressive in a lot of things. I'm aggressive in how I am. Like I'm I'm great with friends, mm-hmm. but I'm terrible with feelings. All right. Yeah. You know, because I, I can I can reach out to friends and brothers and people and, and sisters that have been with me and around forever. But actually, when it comes to my relationship with my wife, mm-hmm. it's tough, man. Yeah, because it, it takes. I'm, I'm in that same boat, man. You having to understand, define what vulnerability means to you. 
vulnerability and trust. I don't even know that word. What did you just say? <laughs> I heard something come out of your mouth, but it, w- it wasn't anything I understood. <laughs> vulnerability and trust is a very hard thing for men. Trust was something I very much understood, but vulnerability... Vulnerability, but, yeah. yeah. Letting them tears roll, roll down their face. Telling those moments, those thoughts that you not ready to share is what it takes to make relationships work. And... um I've, I've had an opportunity to have some great women sit in that chair because, you know, the women are the money makers around here. So oh, I make that chair is definitely for the ladies. Um, this just, one right here can take care of you. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. You know, like that, that <laughs> Mother Earth, we're going to talk about her very shortly. She's going to have a conversation. And um, But that vulnerability means a lot. And you just got to let it go. You know, you have to sort of, if you can sort of like the same way you've chosen to go from the nine to five to be an entrepreneur and just sort of right. beating that path, you got to find, you got to, also, you sort of have like a little framework of what you want, you know, physically. You got to be attracted to the person. You got a little right. bit of intellect. You want to be able to grow in the same direction, you know? Yeah, because if you, if you don't actually put the thought process into that part, oh, man, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, yeah, they just look really good and they can't do it, not, not do anything for you. It's not a matter of doing something for you, but do something with you. Yes. You know, because you could, you could like somebody and be attracted to somebody, mm-hmm. but if it doesn't go past that next step, oh, you are screwed. Your whole life is just can change, and then babies, obviously, because nobody knows how to pull out anymore. Oh, Other than my couch. My <laughs> couch knows how to pull out. <laughs> but nobody else knows how to pull out. So you, 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 you're not, not so much stuck, but you are connected to the person that is not who you're supposed mm-hmm. to be with. Yeah. Like some, I got lucky. Yes. And it's luck and a blessing. Yeah. Luck and a little bit of like, um, what was that called? You know, like... Um, Deception, yeah, like oh hey, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost almost a bait and switch, almost. You I know, say bait and switch. I gave her exactly what I told her. Yeah, I was gonna get her her yeah. Like I, I tell them, like I tell them, when I'm out. I'm not destination yet, but I'm a step in the right direction. You were li- you were like Gandhi. <laughs> I, I swear. <laughs> if Gandhi had a podcast, it'd probably be you, bro. <laughs> Actually, I don't think you have anything on Gandhi right now because you, you, Gandhi doesn't have anything on you. How about that? Because the amount of it's everything you say is so true, though. Mm-hmm. It's a matter how you take it again. It's like, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. But but the other part is is that I love the fact that you that it's not a simplification of what you're saying. It's it's you take what has either been said or you are creating, and you make sure other people hear it. Because mm-hmm. there's some things, and I've gone to mind. I'm 36 years old. I've heard a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but you make sure that something you're convicted about, you tell it. And I yeah. love it because that that's something that like resonates with me. You know, but. Because it can get old if, if, if it was, if you sit around people that are not having your back, it gets old with them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to struggle with for a long time because I've got a lot of convictions, but you say the same thing over and over to somebody new, your acquaintance might be like, oh man, I heard that before. I'm like, yeah. no, because it wasn't for you. You right. already got this. It's mm-hmm. for this person. This is who we needed to say this to. Yeah. yeah. Just, it, I think it's just like knowing your audience. Um, you know, I've always considered myself, I try to be a person, like a jack of all trades, you know what I'm saying? I try, I try to be 
in a position where I can I can fit in any environment. So a chameleon. For, yeah. yeah, that's that's what I like to call it. Chameleon. Yeah, because yeah. I like you know growing up, I didn't have I was able to like I say define myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I was I was the only child for a long ass time. And, you know, so I had to be able to entertain myself and be okay with my own my own um, presence and time. Do you feel like that was a good thing? For me, yeah. And, but, but then, like, what's funny is my mom is the youngest of six. But her being the youngest, she was the, the almost the matriarch of the family. So even though she was the youngest, she was the motherfucking shooter of the family. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. she was taking no shit, and then she give a fuck. So, she taught me more indirectly than she taught me saying, this is what you, blah, 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 blah. And just watching her sort of live her life, you know, and, and allowing me to say, she ain't like some basic do's and don'ts, but she never said, this is what you want to be, and I want you to, blah, blah, blah. She was like, hey, this is what you don't do, and as long as you don't fuck with these rules, you're fine. <clears throat> I was like, okay, so I know, I know, I know where the fence is at, and I'm much, I know how much my fucking leash I got. I'm gonna climb that every once in a while. Every once in a while, smacked, but hey, it's there. Yeah, you know, know? and like she was with me, like she didn't handle with me. I had like four or five good weapons, but like she just yell at me, and I'm crying and say, I'm sorry, I didn't, you know, I didn't want none that smoke. Until (laughs) I was like, nah, I don't want this shit. I know, I still hear her voice now. I'm like, ah, my mom was here. She was like. If you do this shit, you know what happened. Like, yeah, you know what? Mm, ain't worth. It. I'm gonna hold these. I'm gonna hold these dice for another day. Just a little bit. This ain't the fight I want to have today. This ain't it. And uh, and I sort of carry that on now. And like, you just it's something you just say. Be grateful and just say thank you for things. And you yeah, know, let the rest be what it is. I think um, from the week that was for me is probably getting this, getting ready for this. Wait, wait. Yep. how was the week for you? I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, and the I'm, week that was for you, I'm so that was so you. inconsiderate, and and I feel like I need to apologize right now to you and all the uh, tribe nation. Yeah, that was definitely. I'm sorry. How was the week for you? It's uh, not all about me. You know, I you know I thank you for thinking about me. Everyone everyone does. Sometimes you got to check on your strong friends. You know, sometimes because you try to be Atlas and hold the world up. But sometimes you say, Atlas, you want some water? Can I hold that for you for a little bit? I know this is your job, but you take you want to take a break. You know, you're doing a lot. Sometimes, um, slightly speechless. Is that okay? <laughs> slightly, because because you, you brought Alice into it. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm Greek mythology. You know, whatever else. I mean, whoever's gonna be mad at me about saying Greek or whatever else mythology? Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, that's yeah. It. You are correct though. Go ahead. It's, um, you, it's, it's your three days. <laughs> I think, uh, man, it, everything's such a blur. Um, I think overall it's pretty good. I think I watched Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle um, stand up like 15 times. This is what I watch every other day. I probably watch, I go through CNN, I go through MSNBC, I go through Fox News, I just get my information just so I need to know. I watch Lil Martin. Then I watch. Wait, Martin? Martin. Hell, oh, bro. Did you see the trailer for Bad Boys 3 coming out? I did. And oh. I'm, I'm excited because if they stay within character within that, portion of their world mm-hmm. it's gonna be great if they if they they could totally screw this up and i like tentacles i told you they could screw it up really bad if you want to you can move that down you can you can move it out the way just you can just, just throw it to the side yeah yeah there you go it's, well you're not that way the camera just bend it down there you go yeah yeah you good now yeah you just have the mic you and the mic there you go yeah you sound good yeah Walter right. cronkite kind of stuff you know, yeah sure on. you sound the same i cleaned up in post oh that's good if it's good for you you can move that shit out the goddamn way <laughs> it's all about you baby uh, so that Bad Boy Three trailer was fire. I watched today at the gym. I said I'm in the building on January seventeenth. Oh yeah, that's date night for somebody. Are, like, you, are you gonna do the actual like night before like pre release? Fuck yeah! Like Black Panther came out. I was in that line oh, Thursday dude. morning. 
Uh, my dashiki. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you say that. So the second Black Panther, you down? I'm like in the building. Oh man, it's gonna be so awesome. He, Fuck yeah! That director and how he actually uh, Ryan Coogler. Oh, I, okay, so right. Uh-huh. I'm not. I don't know the director's name, right? Uh-huh. But how he meshed with the rest of the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. at that point just blew my mind because he, he is the one person that is, you, you consider the out-of-place person, right? Yeah. He's n- not because he's black, right? Don't mm-hmm. care about that. It was just how he acted, how he held himself, everything else. From all the rest of these, like, I would say, oh, man, like, old he, man directors, he right? He did, um, he did, uh, 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 what's my shit with Michael B. Jordan and Rocky? Um, he did, a uh, Creed. Both oh, Creed. Both oh, Creed. Oh, oh dude. On, bro. I cry. I haven't got to see either one. Oh my god! You yeah you you get you get some of this fine whiskey, and you get the lady you love. Y'all watch one and two because they're both on DVD or on some streaming service. And that second one, I cried. I went to the theater and I forgot who I took took to that theater with me tonight. But every guy in that theater had their like look around like. You're outside selling tissues. You're like, hey, oh, hey, I got you, bro. We, I got you. Every tough guy in there thought it was crying because he hit so many chords between Creed becoming the father, embracing his dad that didn't embrace him. Felicia Rashad is an amazing actress. Who doesn't love him? You got to say spoilers before you say any of this, Fuck that. That movie out for a while. I'm, 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 man, if you ain't seen Creed 2 by now, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. That shit's on like Amazon Prime. You better get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you ain't seen it by now. You don't want to see it. Rocky like, being like, I haven't seen it, but I wanted to. It's on. You need my login. You want to watch it? Oh, I got. I got Amazon. Yeah, it's it's both of them on there. Creed. I know at least Creed one's on there, but Creed two is not hard to find. It's a red box. Well, the, the, so the okay, maybe the hesitation here has been the whole, like the whole Rocky thing, like trying to take it further. That's what kind of stopped me because and this is the thing about that. It, he didn't. He did it. He did it very classy. They didn't make it. Rocky was a, was an accessory. He wasn't the focal point. So the story, he did a, he did a good job of bringing that whole entire franchise into today and letting the between the soundtrack, the cinematography, the story. It was so well done because Ryan Coogler did both those movies. Who also did Black Panther, killed it. So you almost forget that Rocky's even. You forget that fucking Rocky's even important because Rocky just plays an uncle. He's just the linchpin. He's that's like it. the part that's actually, hey, here's what it is. Exactly. So. Even when they bring in on the second, they bring in um um and with break you. Even bring in him. Um. Um. Ah. Um, uh, shit. Ah. Uh, uh, goddamn. Even the goddamn the wife is in there too. That um that was dating Flavor Flavor and Flavor of Love and shit. What's what's her got? See that? Now I gotta Google this. Flavor of Love. What? Let me. Now I got. Now I, what? I, I must break you, Drago. Yeah. So, Dra- wait, so Drago and his son is in there. That's the second movie. So it's almost a recap of Rocky Four when Apollo get killed. Even that's done. Even you almost the the human aspect of it is what. Is the connection. Well, see, and I heard a lot about that, and that was great. And I'm like, I'm sitting here going, you know what, I really want to see this. But also, I'm going to put this on my wife, too. She doesn't watch a lot of movies. She hasn't watched a mm-hmm. lot of movies. Like, I have to go through and, like, literally, like, spoon feed her Goonies and everything else. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, holy crap. Oh, dude, it's such a great movie. And they just released it on uh, Hulu. Oh, oh, shit. I think it was Hulu, yeah. But it, it's... It's hard to to do that when you don't have time. You grab me that uh, tequila bottle. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna pass it off. Tequila. The, the tall one on the right. That's Europe. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna kill that corner. Yeah. You want some of this? Oh, some absolutely of this not. Did, okay, good. Te- bless you. Tequila, but no, I, I appreciate the offer because oh my god, that's what I'm talking about. 
little bird lips. Jeez. <laughs> that was a bad idea. <clears throat> but it's over now. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is, that a, is that a song? Did you just quote oh. a song? Oh, probably did. Maybe even Kelly Car- Clarkson? I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it's going... Oh, that's the key. <laughs> I think there's... Wait, actually, I don't think it's a trash can in here, man. Mm, it's, it's over there. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm like a housewife in the studio. <laughs> He's not lying. Like I, I, I try to help out as much as I possibly can. He literally was like, hey, I got the water, I got the ice, I'm like, oh. and I'm like hey, I'll help. What do you need me to do? No, I got it, man. I'm like, what? Go on. Yeah, I, I know. I just, you know. I just <laughs> but I'll let you know, it keeps the shit right. Uh, it's, it's good. That's it. I try to do my part. I, I don't feel like I'm sitting in filth right now. I feel like I'm sitting in like a mm-hmm. very well smelt area. So, and I'm echoing like crazy. I hate this. Oh, you won't sound that bad at post. I don't know why. It's clipping like that. I don't see why I'm doing to fix anything. I don't know. Hey, you're you're the man. There, there, there you go. I feel like I have a little bit more. Um, Lamore, Lamore, uh, James Earl Jones. There you go. Like Lamore, uh, Lamore, uh, what's the Lamore bass? Uh, uh, what's the Lion King? Um, Simba, remember who you are. I refuse to see the new Lion King. I'm not. I will not ruin my childhood by watching a new one. I've heard too many bad things about it. Um, Even though I love Beyonce, I love the soundtrack that she did. That she did off being inspired by it. But I'm not watching. I heard it, and it was. It was great, the soundtrack, but I never watched it because I was like, you know, this is, it, it was such a great movie and, and instrumental, not only for me, but my sisters, everything else. I was like, wow, I, I don't think I want to ruin that. I don't know. I mean, I remember having like all those plastic boxes where the Disney movies came in oh, and having the towers all over the house. Trying to open them up and you're like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? There's no sneak, there's no sneaking to open them damn, them damn movies. Up. Oh no, it was like you, you mousetrap all over again, so. Absolutely. What are you doing? I'm just switching another app on this damn machine. No. Trying to be all, uh, like, oh, there we go. By the way, Cecil, if you're watching, that is a great investment. That is an amazing investment. Yeah. Just giving you props here, bro. Because I, I can't feel your shoes. I might as well just, you know, give you some props. Hey, whenever he can't show up, I'll definitely bring you in. <laughs> Hey, I'm good with that. That's the thing. I think I, I think this is a great time. I think that like information you're giving and the thought process is is very forward thinking and good for people that wouldn't usually get that kind of information. Mm-hmm. But the other part is, is you would be giving this information at a bar, which they would forget in two seconds anyway, because they're all they're thinking about is something else or something else. Yeah. You know and you saw when I was chilling at the bar, like I was chilling that night. I had a meeting. I had a meeting planned. It fell through. She fell asleep. Totally fine. The bottles have podcast stuff to do. Between this podcast, Sulardians, Cognac Corner, my podcast, Hot the Glass. Like, I'm always busy. And I love that <clears throat> I found a, a, full, uh, a job, a day job, that allows me to prepare this stuff and, and do it seamlessly. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I have a week off because I'm planning to go out of town on Indy. Uh, for a day party from a guest that came in from Indianapolis was on a podcast, uh, A.S. Weeds, he's a rapper, and he having a day party, birthday bash in his hometown, so I was, he's like, hey, I want you guys to come out, blah, 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 we got you taken care of, I'm like, fuck, let's go, got the days off, so we going to Indy, have a good time. See, that's awesome, seeing the connection there, that's what people respect, he respects you enough that after he got done here, mm-hmm. it didn't feel, it's a comfortable feeling to really, like, invite people, because you feel like family at that point. 
Yeah, like, you know, he hit us up on Instagram. I replied. We figured out a date. You know, by Colorado Bob's Super Fools at 3457 Morgan for Road, 6316. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do my plug. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my plug. What Where's the timer? I thought this was, like, supposed to go off and we're all supposed to say something about it. I don't know. <laughs> Cecil, you paying the oh, wait? Cecil's paying the bills right now on the lights and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because right? I, yeah, I don't want those bills. I just leave my little tip jars. I sleep random money in the house. Maybe they'll find my little twenty here and there. So no, let you know I care. With with the the gold up farm, I'm not sure if I want to try to bite it or if I want to like smell it or what. Oh man, man it's just chocolates. It's just chocolates. See, there we it's go. Chocolates. I, I want to be a gracious host. Another thing my mom taught me throughout throughout osmosis. You just want to make your home their home. Well, amen. You, your mom's a very smart woman, so she's amazing. She gives me hell all the time, you know, because she like she don't get to see this part of me, you know, like you know. Are you gonna bring on the show? I'm not doing that. I, you, <laughs> no, th- you can you can have you can have limits and, and say, hey, you, my pops and I became really good friends because mm-hmm. honestly, I'm gonna tell you some very truth right now. My wife and I and the baby mm-hmm. are living with mom and dad. He looked at me and he goes, "Hey, you got a baby." Yeah, eight months eight months old. You got a baby, baby. Oh yeah, she's oh, you a whole daddy. Oh yeah, like I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean you have a you have a life you're responsible for. Like I I can keep myself alive. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story is that the wife two days before I actually almost cut to my fingers off. Mm-hmm. Is like, hey, I'm I'm pregnant. And I'm like, okay, and I'm like at the point I'm like grinding, right? I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm doing what I gotta do, and that's where I cut my fingers off. So it's like. Oh shit! This isn't gonna work. You know, I got I got to make sure things are right. You know, it, it like I said slowed me down, mm-hmm. and I am terrible at slowing down and having concentration and actually like thinking about things. Mm-hmm. It's 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 ridiculous. So not even med- medication can't even help me that much. I mean, <sighs> severe ADHD at yeah. thirty six. It's like oh yeah, you'll grow out of it. <laughs> well, I, I'm it's just, it's just like yeah. I say, harness in those horses. And use it to your advantage. Bro, that ain't emotion, man. That is chemical. Not my, right, my, yeah. my brain. Yeah, you're right. My yeah, brain yeah. That's, a chemical, that's a chemical imbalance. Nothing about, nothing, nothing, no mindfulness can fix that. I'm, I'm pretty good at harnessing my emotions. I, I, I've i had one slip up in the past couple years that really was that, that monumental one where it's like, shit. Mm-hmm. You look back and you go, y- you say you don't have regrets, right? I had one, and it sucked, and it was like, you know, it affected a lot of my life past the point of just, you know, the initial, like, day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the friends that you always keep close, so yeah. I did it for the right reasons, but at the wrong time, so. Yeah, time and place. You just gotta own it. Like, you know, the thing about mistakes, you know, we all, we want to make them. If you're not making mistakes, you're not trying. Right. And... That's the point of having a thoughtful conversation. We make those things. You know, I haven't had, um, I've had too many, but like, I'm prepared to have those things and I own my shit. Like, hey, I fucked up and get it out. I'll take those lashes. That's the thing. A lot of people don't actually do that. They don't, it takes courage. They don't put themselves out there to go, hey, I fucked up. Vulnerability. I'm not allowed to no, say I that. Feel, okay, I, feel, yeah. I say fuck shit all the time. Okay. Make sure. You have to be able to own your shit. Yeah. Right. And no matter how level, what level, how much, all that, it, it, it really takes a, a different type of person to own it every time, too. Because I've made multiple, multiple mistakes. You just got to be able to go, hey, yeah, this is it. So, yeah. 
I would like to have a positive note here very soon because we are going very deep, and yeah, I think uh, you need to refill, bro. Yeah, bring it back. We can bring it back up. You know, man, I love the, this. Is you now this is deep waters. I came in busting. I listened to John Mayer all day. So, you know, I came in on. Oh, yeah, you you were you were there already. I'm John, like, oh man, dude. man. I remember. I remember when I found John back in my in my twenties, and I didn't know I needed him now. But them first couple albums, man, that shit. It just feels like home. It's like, what I needed to hear. Like we said. Before that last Wilderness album, I guess, mm-hmm. man, he, you could tell, he's a things. rocker, uh, man. He, he, he literally, Room for Squares, Heavier Things, uh, I mean, Your I body mean. is one uh, <laughs> God damn it, see now, see now, see look what you, look what you done did, now I gotta go on my, now I gotta go on my iTunes, I gotta pull up my shit, cause uh, now we're here now, and I need to hear some of that, cause that's what I'm here for. I can't even remember what actual year that was. Oh, we gonna find out. Hold on, hold on one second please, in my library, I own all that shit. The CD. I had all the CDs. I remember going to Streetside Records in U City and buying them bitches. They're like, so you want this? Uh, yes, I want all of them. <laughs> it came out today, right now. Used to come out on the on the on Tuesdays. But you, we're at New City. New City on Delmore in the Loop. Before it was like before it was the Loop Loop. Before the fucking trains and shit got there. <laughs> That's silly shit. Room for Squares was two thousand one. Yeah. This is a holy dancing, shit. Slow dancing to burn the room. John Mayer might be one of the top five greatest guitarists of all time. Just throwing out there. I hope he is, because honestly, we need somebody to be able to do that's alive, right? Exactly. Look at that. We even he ain't said a word yet. It's not a silly little Ah, he's gonna have me crying on camera. This is so much too much baby music to actually have me and you in the same room like this. <laughs> you got a wife to go home to. I'm, I, gotta figure, I gotta figure out something in my phone book. Probably <laughs> maybe get here now. I'm sorry, John Mayer's on. I can't help it. <laughs> and Boston ain't gonna do it for me. I right? nope. <laughs> Can we mosh to this? I don't know. <laughs> Anybody might have been a Soulardian fan at this point might actually be like, who the hell is this white kid? Get him out here now. <laughs> I apologize now. God, this. Oh my god, John Mayer. I didn't know how much I loved him. I missed him so much. Dude, he, he, he really does. Like, it's, it's not just a voice. It's not just the, the... He he has put so much work into his craft. Whether it be like, hey, I'm going to be stoned in my mind and fucking play for five hours or whatever. Or if it's like, hey, I've really done a lot of work on this. He does such a good job. Same album. Back to you. We always been there. You know, when you say you over somebody, you want to go forward. So if you're over somebody, then you get under somebody, right? Is that what it is? But you said go back to that one you try to get over. I've had those women. I've had those women that I think I'm over, but everything goes back to her. 
obviously not now, right? Right. I mean, not for you, not and, at all. By the way, the wife put me on the rails. Like, it was like, I was very close. Like, I didn't think it was going to work with her, right? Yes. It, it was, it, it's not because we were, like, dating for so long. And she's like, oh, we got to break up. It was a lot of... Wow, I mean, it's a lot more in-depth than we have time for, I guess. That's a lot. We got no, I got nothing but time. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you have your own studio. Oh, yeah. Equipment. You got nothing but time. True story, true story. Well, we worked together, right? Mm-hmm. So she was a uh, clerk, and I always messed her and say that I was her boss because mm-hmm. I was a supervisor, right? Yeah. And it was just her sister already planted the seed with her because she actually looked and goes, hey, this guy is more fucked up than you are. And I'm like, <laughs> And of course, her, her she's she's talking to her sister, and her sister gets hold of me on Facebook. And is like, nah, nah, I'm I'm way more fucked up than you. I'm like, okay, sweet. Then literally just drove into the ground. I was like, no, I got this. Don't worry about it. Um, well, then she eventually started working for us at this trucking company, right? Mm-hmm. And she had to deal with shitheads all the time. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm I'm a little bit higher class than the mm-hmm. bottom. Of no, you took your motherfucking home, baby. You tell them you got need. You have that. Yeah, the sweet magic. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bump on <laughs> We can't sing a song. Kelly's been canceled. I know it's oh, hard. Uh, I know. I've been. Do you know how much? Do you know how hard it was to counsel him? Nah, oh, dude. It, do you know how? You I, know many, saw, I saw like all this shit. I'm like, motherfucker, you know, really? Are you that stupid? All you had to do was stop a double double He's session. All you had to was stop. We 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 ignored that shit for in the 2000s. We ignored. You just kept. You could have stopped a long fucking time ago. We would ignore that shit. You just kept on doing it, huh? You just could not leave them fucking children alone. I know. I, I hate young women. I hate women, I hate women under 30. I do. I like mine's over 30. You, I'm part of your demographic right now. I might want to curtail that. No, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak my truth. You married, hey, hey, y'all married in love. Y'all fine. This is my thing with young women. I'm ready. Let's do this. They don't remember um, being having Saturday morning's TV. They don't remember dial-up. Um, they, don't remember, they don't remember pagers. They don't remember my fucking um, not having high speed internet. I want you to remember when you had to page somebody. You had to call a house phone. I want you to remember needing an air a prepaid card. All that shit. I want you to remember that shit. I can't deal with these motherfuckers. The only you born in I born in 96. I see you. Tupac was killed. <laughs> Tupac, is that like Pac-Man's brother? <laughs> I need you to remember when Biggie died. I need you to understand oh, you had to go buy a magazine. I want you to remember when you only had only a host full of channels. I need you to remember HBO Real Sex. I need you to remember Showtime. I need you to remember when you had to go outside and do shit. I need you to remember writing on that fucking piece of paper, do you like me, yes or no, or maybe. I want you to remember the pain. That's a great country song. We can play that too right now, too. Check yes or no. Oh, I need shit. all that shit. Yeah. I that's the white that. guy in me coming out, you know? Hell yeah, I need that shit. And well, this, that's the thing. In privacy and not to talk and like, I need you to want to have a phone call. Just text me. No, motherfucker, I want you to pick up the phone and have a phone call. I don't, I, literally, the only person I've called lately is, other than business partners and things like mm-hmm. that, and people that are actually helping me out with that part, mm-hmm. is, oh my god, I, I barely... I haven't called anybody. That's the thing. It's been text. It's been, hey, even business shit. It's like, hey, what's up with this? What, what do you want the business cord? billing address bring, to be? I'm going to bring your cord up because you're tapping it. Oh, am I tapping this no, shit? I'm going to get your cord, yeah. It's I not my you. first time. There you go. There you go. We good. <laughs> <laughs> not my first time. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to, for me, I'm going to communicate. I was a, I'm a communication major, so I went to school for communication. Not initially. I went to school for interior decorating. When the market crashed, I said, like, I can't do this shit. 
my mom is a very interior decorating person, party planner type of shit. But I realized that I'm good at communicating. So let me let me refine this in a technical sense. So I went to school and got my communication degree in public relations, blah blah blah. And for me, I'm willing to I'm willing to learn how to get communicate my message or my thoughts in either, either platform. So we have a phone call. We can have but I did like that. I worked at a dispatcher at the zoo for a long time. So like I've had to communicate my thoughts. By the way, the number one zoo in the United States. For sure. Especially when you talk about free and free. Like, you know how much shit we get for free from that zoo? I get offended. I gotta pay to get in the zoo. Motherfucker, I'm from the loo. I'm gonna pay for no goddamn. We should have our lanyards already. Let's just send right away. But like, dude, I'm gonna pay for this shit. I need a goddamn no, because I'm not. I wanna see a cheetah. I go watch the cheetah. Yo, fuck you. For free, I can go to the zoo and not pay for nothing. You're not gonna see it. You're not gonna have. You, you know, they incentivize you to purchase things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because parking's gonna be a bitch. But you gotta get there early. Oh, you can plan a free day at the zoo. You can have do you, amazing. Do you time. like walking, walking? Do you like sweating? And do you like not having any food the whole entire time you're there? You can bring your lunch. Get there early. You can um, bring some nice walking shoes. Um, you can. Uh, there are some things you have to That's pay for. It's expensive. Walking shoes suck, bro. But you can get your exercise. Get your miles in. Get your steps in. Get your Apple Watch. I need to give me an Apple Watch. Excuse me. You don't one. have one. I'm a. I'm an Apple whore. I am Apple Steve Jobs had my money before he died. <laughs> and that's my favorite autobiographies was Steve Jobs, um, Phil Knight, uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, that's four. I forget, Jay-Z. Cliff Notes. Jay-Z's not dead. Yeah, but he had a good he had a good book though. It was, it was semi-biographical. semi-biographical. Well, what's not the words? Help me. Semi- Close enough. Semi-biographical. I'm not that something about that. Um, with the public school. Words that we've made up for 2000. <laughs> but anybody else have been like, hey, yeah, that works. I'm good with that, you know? Because I was good with that. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to shit. Go. Words we've made up for 3000, please. <laughs> Trebek, please. <laughs> Just like the mother Trebek. <laughs> Sean Connery and that kind of stuff, SNL, dude, I lose my mind. Oh my god, jeez. We're completely off subject, but oh, it's yeah. completely fine. That's how we roll. I'm sorry. The ADHD in me is actually coming out going, oh shit, we're way off subject. I appreciate you for going off subject with me. Well, I know Cecil does, and he's probably very meticulous about things. He's like, no, this needs to go to this, to this. But Cecil, I love you, bro. I mean, like, it, it, it's the reason I liked you, because even you looked at me while I was drunk as shit, you were like, hey, I'll give you a beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you going? Oh, uh, right here. You know, that's how it was. We take her at home, man. Go take her at home. Oh yeah. By the <sighs> way, so let's talk about Cecil two seconds. Let's please. Let's, right? let's, let's talk about his ass. Let's go. What you want to say? Let's have it out. Let's share. So you, so Cecil and I it weren't like good friends, right? Mm-hmm. We were just you know passing, she you know, pa- going to hard shells. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Always a good dude, though. Like, I knew he was always a good a good friend or a person, a yeah. good acquaintance that would, you know, take care of me. Well, hey, Cecil, can I get a beer? Not because not he put anybody else in front of me, just because I knew he'd know to come back, right? Sure. And he did it to everybody, mm-hmm. right? And I loved that because that's what made me know what kind of person he was. Mm-hmm. Just like I said, the bar thing, you kind of figured people out, right? Yeah. And then, you know, we eventually start talking, and the whole, like, woodworking thing comes up, and then, you know, eventually, he has the opportunity for other wood, blah, 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 and then, 
you know, making him a set of boards, yeah. and then him having an opportunity like with with you doing this, and then also the the Carlo Bob's at three, oh, man. four, five, seven, Morgan Ford Road, sixty one one six. Carlo Bob, ship fools. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. No, no, I love it. So usually people do that do that when they actually have a like time thing. You just pop it in when you can. That's good. Yeah, man, because it's all it's all part of the plan. I remember when we we started this. It'll be a year in November when we really like start getting it going. And like we started out in the living room, we came down here, redid this room down here, made it home, and slowly, you know, made it what it is. From where we started off with fucking coolers, we started sitting on, we started this shit with this table and coolers. Why'd you change it? Coolers been great. Because we've been, we got to grow up. We got to, we, we had like this one mixer with only like two channels, and you know, we wasn't even using a MacBook yet, and we didn't have nothing. We had this, we, we was painting, see, so painting the back wall. We had all this fucking foam and shit we thought we needed, and blah blah blah. And then we got these LED lights, and blah, 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 and like that's our first picture right there. That's our first two audience picture. It's me looking like let me run for office, and like see some me in my head of security. <laughs> I don't like you're very clean cut in this picture. I'm like, I I don't know how to take that. That was um He looks a little miffed. That was from so that was that was from me when I went um when I was went to my big brother and sister's uh Yeah, look at look at yeah, look at that. Look at this piece of artwork. <laughs> I love this by the way. It used to be on the wall, then we sort of took it down. And it I don't hasn't, know why. I don't know either. Maybe we can put it into a new studio, which we're in negotiations to get that built. You can do that 360 view and like, oh yeah, yeah. it'd be great. Yeah, you know, we got we got plans for this. You know, the BBC is going to get bigger. If it can ever get Clarify again. What is it again? Uh, Big Buddha Communications. Big Buddha Communications. We love the, the Eastern philosophy way of approach to life especially with the buddha and everything else because he still has a buddha tattoo he has a buddha sleeve i'm gonna give me one too i'm gonna kill these bitches i get my sleeve i'm fucking all single moms who you going to all single moms are you saying i love a good single mother they gotta go home with their children (laughs) i can go to sleep (laughs) well been real so your kids going to your dad's house this weekend so then you want to kick it (laughs) they're back on what time i'll be out by that afternoon you know the best part about a single mom is preach. You know they put out. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I apologize to all the single mothers, all the single ladies. I'm sorry. They're efficient and they, and they appreciate it. God, I feel I feel kind of dirty now. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was bad. Because the babies. Oh. The baby at the daddy's Dude, house this weekend. Don't start me lactating right now. <laughs> you know how bad that shit is? Because all of a sudden you hear a baby cry. Like <sighs> The Man. last place I was at, you could seriously hear a baby in the next room. And I, I was like, is this a ghost baby? What the hell's going on? <laughs> no, but it was, it was somebody's kid in the back. And I'm like, what is going on? I like, get this like anxiety. And I, <laughs> it's that, that primal human thing. And I'm like, God. Because I, I'm I'm very much nurturing. I love my baby girl, you. but I'm not like that overbearing, crazy person. Yeah. But still, if something like that happens, I'm like I'm automatically starting to get, get anxiety. Going, why is the baby crying? Somebody stop this, this please. How we, yes. How now. can we make this better? Yeah. This is getting out of hand. Whew. I think it, I think I think um, three. This is what I believe it as a man with dating. You should be able to three P's: able to pr- protect, provide, and profess. 
I think for me, I've had, I've, I'm coming to work on being able to provide, not mean always financial. For a while, I was I was attached to providing mean financial provi- provisions, but it also can mean things beyond money can't buy. You know, making her feel because a lot of women make more than men. I have they have opportunity to scale up, so you, ha- you can't let that hold you back. Because there's a lot of good women out here. Amen. Or yeah. in, be- in between women, they're both out there. But you can't. My wife makes more than me right now. Yeah, and I'd be happy with it the rest of my life if that was the case. Exactly. So I've I've come to terms where knowing I can protect, I can profess whatever. I have to be okay knowing that right now I can't provide like I want to. But if she sees something in me in other areas and she's cool with, you know, I'm willing to put do my part. But like, you know, I want to be able to. Maybe we're going to Central Pay and all these fucking crazy ass grandiose expectations. Like, calm down, young man. Look look here, young Diddy. Stay in your lane. Be honest. And most good women appreciate the grind because clearly you can see I'm doing something, trying to go somewhere. And that means more than what you can cover for whatever. So, like, for me, it's come to terms with being able to provide doesn't always mean monetary things at this point. Because eventually, this shit, we're going to make all kind of bread. You're right. Amen to that. But you're right. It's tough, though, because Mm -hmm. you're... It, it, you so much want to put it up front, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, I want to be able to do something for you, not just you do something for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know with, with with that in mind, a lot of women have actually been the same way. It's, they don't want to actually like, oh, just take care of me. They're like, I want to, I want to be able to be a provider. I want to mm-hmm. be a person that's an equal in this relationship, which we have missed the boat on for so many years with that, yeah, right? We got to redefine it. Yeah, redefine it. I mean, there are some things that, like, men obviously are, obviously like me, but bigger, like, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of things, like, but women have taken charge of a lot of stuff, and I appreciate that, and as long as you are doing it the right way as a Mm -hmm. woman, and a right way as a woman business owner, oh, it's 100%. I'm I'm behind you. I I will support you 100%. Yeah, it's it's because it's all really between, we have to be able to, you know, Interpret the person that's in front of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's more there's more good women than men because oftentimes men. Well, there's more women than men, obviously. Right also, now, the number game there. too. The number game. That's why I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I got time. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> She's out there. Like, I, I got options. Like, I I am the prize. I don't, I do say that out loud often, just so they know. Look, there's a lot of y'all. It's few of me. So you play your cards right. Pussy and a pestle anymore, man. You're it's like, oh, not, yeah. yeah. I have to realize that because I spent my 20s doing that shit, and that was a long six years of bullshit for me. When I hit 30, and that shit, I was like, this, why the fuck my, that shit? Mm, 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 mm. That's a lot of this. This smile goes a long way. These pearlies, these pearlies and this conversation means a lot in these streets because I've seen my competition. <laughs> You know, Governor Boston over here. <laughs> as long as you don't come from that scandal, you are going to president, right? Man, I'm a scandal away, man. Oh, man. Women scare me off. Oh, look at those. What are you doing? I'll be at the gym and shit. You gotta get your life to right. Like, mm-hmm. Just let that couch pull out. You know? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't look at me in the eyes, please. I don't, I won't do my. I don't want to give those. Say, I don't say hello. Goodbye. Because I know once I get to rapping, you're going to spend time and hang out. Like, look here, baby. Catch me in trap. See, I can get real smooth and shit. <laughs> 
single man rank, <laughs> it, it's a lot different for somebody married. I, I always say hello and, mm-hmm. and very nice to people, and yeah. they actually take that as flirting. I'm like, yeah. no, no, I'm just kind. Being uh, I'm sorry. an adult. This is this adulting. Right. Thing. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, no, I do not want to see what your vagina piercing looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I said, how do we get here? I just want a cup of water. I didn't even say, how do we. It's because, especially. Under 30, they're not used to having the social skills to have a conversation. Everything is so like, this is this is just the fucking music. This, you know, you know what? Adam, now that we're here, I'm going to look at the music from... Hey. Told you finishing it. <laughs> got it, got, oh, it. got it. Got it, There we go. I just do it. Before we get into the business, I know we didn't want to wait off the motherfucking rails, but this is what we like to do. So, if any reason you want to plug Basil Hayden, I don't know if they'll even pick it up. There yeah, I'll, I'll tag them in that cut in Basil Hayden. Mm-hmm. Is it Basil Hayden? Basil Hayden? Yeah. I, I probably said it wrong again. <laughs> so, I mean, let I me mean, listen to the songs I enjoy. Well, let me see. Let's just show this a comparison. Let me see. This is. This is. This is from Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. More importantly, the lead singer was Teddy Pendergrass. And this song is from 1973. You can feel the pain. It sounds like he's gonna take a big shit. <laughs> like, ah! I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I've never yelled at I miss you, baby, like that, you know? I'm just saying. It's just like, dude, something else is going on there. Maybe, maybe they didn't have Milax back then, or like some, you know. And he's screaming pretty loud, too, but no, I, he, he does have a great voice, by the way. That's Teddy Pendergrass, baby. Let me Maybe he's talking about taking a fat shit. You better wait so long. Maybe he's constipated, man. Who knows? I I don't take songs as they are anymore. There you go. Is that that one of my one of the dogs? Who let the dogs out? This is the Gap Band, though. This is another nineteen. You pulling that old soul shit, Jesus Christ. Or cheese and rice, my bad. There you go. Okay, this is Teddy Pingrass solo tape. You know this song. You know when you hear it. Alright, that's the face. I'm going to make you a CD. I'm going to make you a CD. You ain't on a CD play your goddamn car. I'm going to make you a CD. I do have a 98 Chevy Silverado. I have a CD player. It's amazing. It's just like 15 miles a gallon. <laughs> so, that's more of a... Oh, oh this, here we go. Bootsy Collins. You got some Bootsy. Bootsy Collins? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. I get that. Nineteen seventy-three. This is ten years before I was born. I'd rather be with you. Yeah. 
You're old soul in the shit out of this right now, like seriously. And I'd rather be with you. Wait, we get we in a podcast? I'm sorry. Sorry, okay. Sleeping. okay. <clears throat> uh, why are they being mean to me right now? Anywho, let's get back to this. Back At to least whiskey doesn't make your clothes come off at this point. Jesus. <clears throat> sorry. Alright, Adam, let's get back to what we came here to talk about. <clears throat> so let's get into this transition from a nine to five for your passion work. Tell us about what do you do now? Let's talk about how what you did and what you do now. How'd you get here? Oh, wow, you're like, it's either so recently or well, in general? I, I mean, like, give hey. us the whole rundown. Let's, 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 talk about how you to, let's, let's talk about how you get into working with your hands and doing that kind of magic. Like, you and Jesus are both carpenters. Well, Jesus allegedly, you, we know for sure. He he was probably way better than I was, but. Uh, we don't have no receipts. <laughs> we, we, that's what they said. This is something. I was blessed enough to have, a, again, a wife who supported me through a lot of stuff. Um, lost my job at one point uh, for things not my own fault, um, but I wanted to do a cornhole tournament, and I looked online, and they were selling for 250 bucks a piece. At least the ones that I thought were worth actually buying, right? And went through it, and I'm like, no, nah, that, that's I can do that. No problem. My whole entire life has been my dad being a mechanic, everything else, and being on airplanes. It's it's been okay. I, I I'm pretty sure I can do a lot of this, right? And put them together, and then people started asking me to buy them. I'm like, okay, sweet. Well, let me see what it's worth. I'm obviously, started selling very low for what they should have been, but moved into other parts. Found a buddy who actually had sublimation capabilities put logos on them, and then like Missouri State over there to your left, they, they actually asked me to um, help me raise money to go to Europe mm-hmm. and do help with the tournament. So I built an amazing set. This was actually one of the offsets that um, I was going to take down there, but the other one to get finished in time. And they let me have the logos, everything else, and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of like a transition from being I've done other things the whole entire time, like Kitchen and bath design, construction, mm-hmm. demo, which I hate, and I like I got back problems, so I really can't do that well. Yeah. Um, but I learned so much through the whole whole thing that has all been like what we said. Like, there's always something that happens for a reason, right? Correct. So all parts of construction and demo and all that brought me to the point where I am now. I am. I've literally been able to put together. Things like the one on the right, which is a one of a kind. There's, there's actually, it's fucking beautiful. That there is. Um, I did the research. There is. This is the other part of the set. The other one I'm actually putting a bow bow tie um, inlay in um, for a cedar board. It's a live edge, and no one's ever done it ever. Hmm. And I'm like, oh man, this is this is pretty substantial, but. You know, anybody can do it, I think. How long do those take to get done from, from uh, conception to delivery? One board was probably about 30 hours. Um, so all these came from rough cut cedar. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the point was it was planked out. It was level enough, but 
it went through planing, it went through stripping, so these aren't, these, each board was about 12 inches wide, mm -hmm. and then I stripped it down after I planed it and sanded and everything else to the point where it was, uh, you know, about two and a half or less than two inches wide, and put it together at that point, and then had to make sure that it was flat enough to do it. So it was, um, it was a lot of work, but it was something I thought not so much of what I can do, but like, how can I bring awareness to cornhole, which is really yeah. kind of crazy when people say, cornhole, hey, it came out of fucking nowhere. It's just like showed up in like last two years, if not then, like every bar. Way before that. But there was, I mean, I've seen cornhole tournaments on ESPN on the off season. Like, what the fuck is this sport? That that's show a, up that's in? ACA too. Yeah. There's ACA, ACO, that's ACL. College things. Like, you can do, I've seen college teams. Like, what? Are we fucking kidding me? It's, it's, I've been playing for a long time, but it was more like just those things where you're like, oh, wait, I used to do that. Like, beer pong, right? They mm -hmm. had that, too, for a second. But this is a lot more intricate. There's special bags they have. Yeah. They're, there's a slick side, stick side. The amount of weight you actually are able to have in a bag uh -huh. is, is 15 ounces. You have to have that. Um, the, there's a slickness scale, which not a lot of people know about. Everybody looks at me like I have two heads when I say this. But you actually have a slickness scale to where you put a ruler, which is very, you know, archaic. You put a ruler next to it. You put a brand new bag or they have a scale for used bags, everything else, next to it. And you lift up the board from the back mm -hmm. slowly, right? And when it slides the entire length of the board, that's what slide it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, 21 inches, that's a 21, 21 slide, right? Wow, so what is that? What's the slide on that one? I, should, I wish I knew. This is, the first time it's, this, is, this is the first time it's been outside of the basement. Oh, of the shit. This is, this is exclusive, exclusive, yeah. exclusive, it's, exclusive, exclusive. It's never been out. The this other one slick. I had actually went to Mizzou, or, uh, sorry, Mizzou, but um, Missouri State, but this one is, is I had to literally like try to mimic the other one I did, which mm -hmm. try to mimic something that's out of your mind is just crazy, kind of fun. It yeah. was impossible. And I just had to make sure that there was things about it that were different to where it didn't match the other one. Yeah. So, talking about this and the woodworking and the cornhole, I almost, I, not almost, I do look at it as more of an artistic thing more Absolutely. than I do an actual woodworking thing because I'm not trained in woodworking. I My dad is very versed in it to a point. My grandpa had to do it because he was a farmer. Mm -hmm. um, so... It was just kind of like figure it out on your own, figure what happens. But it was something that always felt right. You're like, man, this is this is this is different. How do you? No one's thought, not thought about it because everybody's thought about shit, right? Mm -hmm. But how do you make it reality and make people interested in something that you're interested in? Yeah, you do something that's outside the box. Yeah, and it literally drove me to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to build this, and I did it. And I'm like, wow, it's it's crazy. And th this is actually wood that is. From the 1950s, has been air drying for over wow. over 40, 50 years. Um, a guy in Lebanon actually bought a farm, and the farm actually had it used to be a sawmill. Mm -hmm. And the guy actually all stacked up everything else, which air drying is actually better for wood than kiln drying. Mm -hmm. And I found this, and this stuff just literally came out just beautiful. Everybody kept asking me, "Where do you find the amount of detail in it?" I'm like. It's literally this guy here, and he's on Facebook. I found him on Facebook. I was like, hey, what's up, man? I'd like to buy some wood. And he's like, sure, come out. 
and he was one of the coolest guys ever. And he just showed me around the place, and yeah. there's a lot of history. And I, like you, yes. are very yes. history oriented, yes, as in the verbiage. Mm-hmm. When I look at history, I see a lot of the structure. Yes, right. And then that's the police. I think that we have our our, our good our good yin and yang. Yep, because you. So I, like to, I like stood to be, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I to, looked I like at to, what he stood on. Right, right. Yeah. I, I want to like, I want to go to Egypt. I want to go to a lot of other things. Oh, I spend time to understand, to feel that three thousand year plus structure is still there. And it's, it's, especially when you understand like the person who chose to have this built. Like I love getting past the myth. Like oh, the slaves built built pyramids. No, they were employees. They when the Nile flooded, they needed a job. But they couldn't do their. their thing they worked for the government like we do now it's the same construct because you're not building something that intricate in so much detail without being employed because i'm a slave i die first like it doesn't work and i understand like egyptian pharaohs focused on the death more than they did their life so they're that's tombs, all they thought about yeah and just understanding it's such a beautiful understanding of these people that lived in this part of the world that were just amazing and that's a long ass fucking dynasty thousands of years America's what two sixty. Like you think about something that lasted thousands of years in different forms and all the different takes it takes to get there. Like, get, like man, that's just amazing. It's still there. Like it's still of all the fucking what's that um what's that uh the seven um ancient what's the word I'm looking for seven ancient whatever like that's the one that's still here. <laughs> the pyramids of Giza. Oh the, yeah, the pyramids of Giza. Yeah, <laughs> regardless so, of the hanging gardens, all that's still here. Oh, the seven wonders of the world. Seven yeah. wonders. Yes, yeah, it, it's it's. Man, you're, you're right. It, it is really it's perplexing because you sit here and you go, "Where all? Where are all the rest of the wonders?" Right? Because mm-hmm. like most of them are gone. Gone. That one's still and, there. And you're sitting there going, "Why did they think this up? How did they think this up?" I mean, like, because we all think about stuff every day, right? Yeah. But somebody actually went and did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wonder, like, how how it was, get a 20, there? it was a twenty year project. Of course, I mean, it was a twenty year project. Years. Dude, years. I don't want to do anything that takes me less than 15 minutes. But 20 years, last 3,000. That's easy. That's, that's something that was done right. I, I mean, let's it's start it today. Let's, let's find something that's going to last that long. Well, let's figure it out. 3,000 years in North Africa. That's heat. I mean, that's the Nile. And the Nile. Which, that's probably the best environment to keep things actually. Right, because you're going to deal winter and shit like that, yeah. Right. The Nile runs north like runs from the bottom yeah, up not yeah, as we used stuff. to run the bottom down it's just it's just amazing man it's just i ah, love history just mm, love it there's something about that that actually like they say it's a cradle of of existence mm-hmm. right yeah you know um and some of the things we will always be interested in because we won't know the answers we never know at all because so much Ever. history lost and and we have to we have to sort of be okay with knowing that we we deal with interpretations of people and time and place. So I was love to think about, okay, I'm getting this information about this civilization that's thousands of years old. I have to understand that the person that embracing this information also have bosses and employers and a whole culture in the world to where they could probably couldn't tell me the truth of what they thought when they found it because the world doesn't allow that. So like you, the best education is self-education. Right. And, and recently mm-hmm. we have actually been able to embrace the truth of yes. everything yes we're not fed information all the time it, yes. we find it ourselves uh-huh. but you we, we still have things that are being fed to us mm-hmm. and you know what i, I you gotta I, take it for anything you gotta take it for what it's worth 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you take one topic and have a thousand different perspectives, and you might get the truth out of that. And everything is about perspective. Yeah. Like, you, what do you what do you think about this? And be like, oh, I think that's green. And I'm like, oh, no, it's blue. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know what I mean? It's, it's, exactly. You, you, exactly. Perspective, I mean, like, seriously, a lot of the stuff that's been passed down is perspective. That's it. But you also have to understand that you have to take yourself outside mentally mm-hmm. of what you would want to believe you you like i want to believe this but like no you have to be able to be open-minded uh-huh. say hey okay what happened for the time like you said yep. what was happening at the time yes understand the interpretation of what that person was in the, in the situations that they come from how they have to choose to dictate what they found when they found it and what and all the, everything we lost in between because everything is not going to be held you know, with time sand and everything else and people's own persecutions of what they think is right and wherever the money, you know, follow the money. It's like, end of the day, you want to know what you want to know, follow the money. <laughs> Any question that's, you that's, the only, that's the only way life has ever been, <laughs> just follow the money. money. Once we got, once we moved away from being Talgary, uh, Talgary, I'll say this fucking word wrong. We got away from being Talgarian? Talgarian? Like, you talking about like, Alicia, the goddess. You know, so I watched was, that whole fucking thing. Still like, mad about that, you know? I watched all eight seasons in like six weeks. I Did you sleep? Up. I caught up. I caught uh, no, uh, I, I worked 12 hour nights. So when I worked at work, I would watch seasons. So when I was ready when eight when season eight came up, I was caught up. Oh, Jesus Christ. Within like five weeks. Because I would go to work and I would just put on HBO Go and watch every episode. I lived it. My goodness, man. I lived it. Where was the masturbation at that point? I'm like, shit. <laughs> when I was at home. Oh, okay. When I, when I work, I said, all right, well, I'm going to work for 12 hours. I'm going to push HBO Go, and I'm going to watch it. Well, your hand has to be numb at that point from holding up the screen. So you're like, I watched the screen. Watch on the computer. You got the stranger. I got it. I had it on the computer. I had the speakers on the office. I'm like, I'm going to settle in my chair. I got this. my feet up. All right, I'm loose. Catching up. Let's I'll do this. I'll be on Twitter and shit. <laughs> Thrones. This is some bullshit. Who the fuck this bitch thinks she's killing her? They didn't do it justice by the last season. It was too rushed and ridiculous. And I feel bad. But, but I, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. No one else here. Yeah. So. And I don't have an opinion because I got in late. So I don't even. I don't have nothing to say for you people that had to wait years for this. Conclusion. You people. <laughs> you people that was there. <laughs> For you loyal fans that was there from day one, <laughs> I respect you and appreciate you guys. I got in six weeks later, <laughs> and I watched the whole thing. So I had nothing to say. I stayed in my place quietly. The, the wife said, hey, we'll, we'll watch it, and that's our thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. sweet. And I mean, like, so I, I don't like watching TV that much. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's one of those things that, like, I, I enjoy things that are brain candy, like Batman and superheroes yeah. and, yeah. like, Marvel. Oh, DC. Oh, my God. Endgame was great. But it, it's seriously, there's... Time. That, you can rest I only cry when I masturbate and I'm like I'm so- <laughs> Hey, you gotta have natural lubrication, right? You gotta, you gotta, do, um, gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Whatever. So no, it's it's it's, it's it, it literally was a, it was a great movie. They did it very right. But also it, I, I I can't take myself to like watch so much TV. Yeah, me neither. It, it, me neither. We're too busy. To, uh-huh. to, to actually take time to know what 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 
season are you in? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking Like, this is not a documentary or something enriching. I'm not, forgive times. Like, I've got to point that with sports, too. Like, I, I you know, I, I produce a sports podcast, but, like, we had a whole, like, uh, NFL preview. I'm like, I'm just beyond it. Like, I'm just not, it doesn't, I don't have the same attachment to things I don't control. Right, and right. I don't, the whole community, the whole construct, I understand how it works. So, once you know how the sauce is made, the meat tastes different. Very Gosh. true when applied to football, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. Anything. Yeah, yeah like, I get it. If you take it, if you take it, if you, like it's like I mean, if you look at politics, you look at how movies are made. Once you understand how the, the all the parts oh, the go politics together, the movies is fucking stupid. All so. of it. If, if you if you remove yourself from the, the the magic of the marketing or the or how it's given to you, and you just sort of step back and see how the people behind it look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, once you know how watches made, shit. it takes different. Once you know how things are made and how, what goes into giving that product to the public, and you sort of see how the makers are involved, and the thoughts, and the meetings, and blah, blah, blah. it looks different. Once you know how uh, uh, anything's made, you, you know, which you know how a car is made, and the parts that goes into it, the car is different once you understand the work that goes into making that car. When you just drive it, and don't think about the process, it's one thing, once you put your time in and figure out how it's made from the, the casting of the, the, the gears, and the pedals, and the wood, like, it looks, the car, either you appreciate it more, are you don't care? There you go. That that was the point I was looking yeah. at. Because I mean, like, you, you didn't have a negative connotation on it at all. But I'm like, I'm serious. It's, it's like the watch when you brought that up. It is so intricate mm-hmm. and so timed and mm-hmm. so small mm-hmm. that it just like blows my mind sometimes. Yeah. Like, wow. Once you understand the sacrifice that goes into making that Rolls Royce, mainly a Toyota, that car is different to you. So once I understood how the people that are involved in football or whatever thing it is, business, you know, shoe making, clothes making, and once you understand the creators of that product and what they do to make that thing that, either you appreciate it more or you care less. And True. I and I just when it comes to sports, like I just I get it for what it is, but like I'm not mm, I can't attack nah, especially, especially when you become a curator yourself. So once you cho- understand what it takes to put a podcast together and the editing blah, 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 like you're not finna be attached to a lot of other like people's that. podcasts, you're like, yeah. oh, that's just, that's normal, right. that's, that's, that's mundane. Yeah, but that can be better, like, you're not really, you can tell who's here for themselves, and who's here for a community. True, one one thing that I learned as somebody who works with wood, though, like, I started in my younger parts of, like, building, right? Mm-hmm. I looked at other people's work, and I'm like, man, they could have done such a better job. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't their decision. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what kind of like you know brought me to a light going going oh, oh crap like I have the ability to make the decision whether this is going to be pristine or not mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. now where that all flushes out money wise whatever personal choices it's like, it's it, like that's it's, it wasn't thing. up to them maybe you know like with music you can tell artists that make music that they want to make are they making music because the record label say we need this kind of record oh, we need you to sing about this sappy song about yeah. you lose this girl well I've never loved oh, a song girl before seen talk about drugs and murder and mayhem pop that pussy is a great song do not <laughs> it's a hot girl song you can tell what songs are like pop that pussy hey pop that pussy hey pop that pussy hey Thank you, thank you, uh, Two Live Crew and uh, Uncle Luke for that great um, record that gave us the parental stickers that's on this records now. Literally, like that's uh, Good Luck Chuck, right? No, no, it's uh, what, what movie? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Dave Cook, where he walks in and all of a sudden it had in there. She was all excited. Good about Luck it. Chuck, I think so. Was it Good Luck? I Chuck? think so. Chuck. I think so. 
I think so. I could be wrong. Oh man, that that was such a great movie. When that happened, I was like, I've been she a good was luck like, for many she was stuck. She's like, yeah, yeah. I've been a good luck chuck for a lot of them. <laughs> you know what? Eventually, you will get yours. I, I'm gonna get mine. Mine's on the way. I, I have youth on my side. I am. You're just not going to be that next couch just pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm sorry. The couch thing has been like... I love the couch it's thing. It's been stuck on my head forever, dude. So I'm a, I'm a, I hear that song now. Oh, here we go. Hold on. I found it. Hey. Hold on now. Hold on. God damn. Come on, Apple. Carry on to the song or well, interrupts us. I need to carry on to the restroom. Can I do that? Oh, go ahead. I'll hold it. Use the restroom. Oh, yeah. I don't know. know. You got this. I I found the song. (laughs) This is the interlude. We got to add me to use the restroom. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to I ain't pissed yet. I'm I'm the king of the piss. Apparently so, man. Usually. I'm going to go into some topics while you go. Hey, what's that thing? So I added up the um, using our BBC bathroom. Um, I want to say you all go to buyjack.com slash the Slaudians and buy your Slaudian gear. I may, I didn't wear a shirt today. The Slaudian wore Marcus Boston t-shirt, which are coming soon. Um, also, please come down to Colorado Bob Ship of Fools at 3457. Morgan for Road to have you a cocktail or a lot of it. That's often where I'm at. Doing editing, drinking, being emotional, saying too much, wishing I was doing better. I'm doing pretty swell. Um, what else we got? Um, what's the biggest commercials I can give you right now? I want to thank you guys for listening. Please share the podcast. If you want to be on the podcast, come down and have a good time with us. Let me know. Email me at thesulardians at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter um, at Sulardians, Instagram, the Sulardians. Find me on Instagram at mboston314, on Twitter and Instagram, on um, uh, Facebook on Marcus Boston. Um, we can do it all. We can talk about anything. We'll have a good time either with me, Cecil. I'm backing the fuck out this goddamn. Um, damn, I guess I should turn this around since he didn't left. Let me just turn it off. Um, but so far, so good. I think we have a good time. I'm sorry for smacking in here. Um, I guess all my commercials. So, bodjack.com, get you a Slordian t shirt. We will have some added some things to the to the store soon. So, right now we have t shirts, we have um, thin fall hoodies, koozies. Female cut shirts. Um, what else I got? Listen to Cognac Corner. That's my podcast about sex, love, relationships. Uh, Hot off the glass, old the great uh, conversation about weed and basketball. That's fire. Say follow us on Instagram. Leave a comment. Leave some likes. Uh, like I say, Cognac Corner, Cognac underscore Corner. Hot off the glass, the glass. Marcus Boston, Cecil W. Adams, Cecil W. Adams on all platforms. Um, I play the Hulk and I'm pop a pussy song. Huh. <laughs> this is way before twerking had a fucking name. Oh, was was that a twerking? Yeah, it was a twerking song. This is before wasn't twerking it? was a word. This is pop that pussy was. This is way before it was like a a thing. This is what this is what how. 
this is 90, I'll say 9, this is probably 96, 95. Oh, well, yeah, definitely before twerking. Mm-hmm. No. This is, this is what they mama was doing before they birthed the women that are twerking. This is what they mama was doing. I thought you were saying what they, what they actually did to actually help birth the women. I'm they like, was popping oh, yeah, that pussy back then. Yeah, yeah. Your mama was always your mama. Your mama was somebody's hoe. Your mama was somebody's drop off. Your mama was all the things you think she wasn't. But so it was the same. She wasn't just somebody. She was the hoe. You know, and she like, might have been the hoe, especially if you got a bunch of sisters and brothers. Was, yeah, <clears throat> auntie was not with your auntie. She was somebody else's jump off. <clears throat> Just saying. So your mama had a pass before you got here. Just believe it. You wasn't on. You check. No more time. You what? You probably wasn't on purpose. Just throw it out there. Not to be that guy, but it's called. Oh, I'm definitely gonna tell my daughter. She's like, you were not on purpose. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, listen. I mean, I, I I love you, and I wouldn't do anything. I'd do anything in the world for you, but literally, like, I, I wasn't like, you know what? This is it. This you is the up. This is the one. I'm making a daughter right now. Up. What happened was. See what happened was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so tell us about this beautiful green assortment of plants oh. and uh, Visa Space and Visa Green, please. Well, see, I thought that we were actually might even get sued by you know Galifianakis and between two ferns at points, you know, like with the ferns. <laughs> oh, the no, no. talking about Adam. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. Um, so Visa Space actually is my company, and it is the. Whoa, there he is. Don't even need to talk about it else. Oh, this son of a bitch. This motherfucker. This son of a bitch here in my phone, Dad. I couldn't put you on. Hey, Cecil. Hey, boo. Right. <laughs> How you? Yeah, fun. Oh, you just wanted a, you just wanted chocolate? That's all it was? I just wanted a gold coin. <laughs> <laughs> if, I was, if I was a better producer in the host, I probably would have it sound better. Oh, like, really? like, like, Mario? Hey! 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 I'll give it to you. <laughs> yes! So, <laughs> before so, not rudely interrupted because that was amazing. It was like having Batman show your birthday. That's you know? it. He made um, it already. So, yeah, this is this is Mr. Green, actually. It's from the UK. Um, it's been in the UK for about five years, right? Um, it is a replica living wall. So... There's a lot more science behind it, more than just a artificial plant, mm-hmm. because they were actually went to the like trouble and parts of it to actually get it to look very real. They're not trying to trick people; they just want to put little green in places that can't be green. Right, right. So, like, if, if you want to like have a living wall down here, mm-hmm. you can do it. If you want the whole back here and have the the flag down, you could do it. Yeah, because living walls take irrigation, they take soil, they take fertilization. Lighting. They take a lot of money. Photosynthesis makes grass. Oh, photosynthesis, grow. very much so. Where's the photosynthesis in a basement? Nope. Didn't happen. Unless you're growing weed and you got those lamps. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know anything about that myself, but hey, you know. Uh, no, I mean, myself, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so uh, uh, a botanist is actually who is the creator. His name is Paul. Like, everything I've heard about him, read about him, it's been great. Rick is actually the guy that I met was the R&D guy who actually goes and burns this, right? So he, like, you know, figures out whether can it survive in burning because they have a the fire retardant addition, uh, a UV addition. All this all work within a space that's going to make everybody safe, but still a little green because they've done studies on places that have had not had it, right? Mm-hmm. Like shopping malls. And they did a study beforehand about mood and buying habits, everything else. 
and then they put this in here. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it came out to where people bought more. People were happy moods. Employee retention. It was insane. So, I can't say that I'm not ever, like, not happy about seeing greener things, no matter what it is, whether it be fake or not, right? Yes. Seeing green things is a, is a mood changer. It's yeah. A, it's a level of peace, being with nature, because that's, that's our truest self, is being part of nature. Right. That's the first guy, was being in one with the nature around you, before we titled it and got all weird and whatever in terms right. of business. This is the truest sense of being one, because eventually when we're done in this form, we're going back to that. We're going to nurture this right, as best right. we can once we get done with the form we in now. Right, right. Our right. meat bags, the cease we, we are going to be fertilization for the next plants, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, if the sun doesn't murder us into oblivion. Yeah. So. <clears throat> if the nukes still fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that couch will still pull out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to drop it there. Just the, That pause was like, oh, man. That was... <laughs> It hits in the heart at that point. I'm like, oh man, what even funny? Wow. No, I'm sorry. Someone yeah, sent me a nude. Okay. I wasn't ready for it. Oh, dude. Sorry, yeah. yeah. You know it's an Apple thing. I wasn't ready. I should take. I should check my messages. <laughs> but I think it's dope. I think. It, I think it looks really dope. I mean, I love. You can never have enough green. Uh, I right. love planting trees. And I, I think it's really, really good when we get that on the on the deck of three, four, five, seven Morgan Four Row. That is the motherfucking ship of fools at Colorado Bob's. Dude, that's the one thing that helped. Like, so Cecil has been kind of like, hey, why don't you, you know quote it out for me, right? Because I'm one of seven people in the whole United States to actually install all this stuff because mm-hmm. it has a warranty on it, right? Right. But the warranty is only because it's only been in the UK for five years. Yeah, that's a baby. And that's how long the actual warranty is, five years, because yeah. this is all they know what's going to be able to withstand other than the test phases, right? Yeah. yeah. So, being able to put this in some place like Colorado Bob's and for Cecil is something that's like I'm, like I'm very passionate about because I the actual benefits are limitless mm-hmm. because I've actually asked the R&D guy I'm like hey so what's the you say is in the London airport for the Queen right yeah so, so the VIP entrance for the Queen in London actually has Vista Green lining the bottom part and going up the poles they're actually mm-hmm. about to put the next section that they wanted to do after that's all worked out across the top because they're getting people to take pictures through the little cracks yeah well, they put it in five years ago, and five years ago now, it still looks exactly like this. Yeah, man. And it's 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 not like they bought this from, like, let's say, uh, was it Hobby Lobby, and then put it all together. It, these are the plants that they've made. They, yeah. did the, they did the injection. They did the color saturation. They, they've done everything to make it not just something thrown together. It's yeah, they put some blood, sweat, tears, and some oh. time into it because it looks amazing. I mean, I mean, for me, just having like I'm gonna put it on the on the on the wall in here just because it's just good to see you know fill the whole wall up. Be like, hey, yeah, just like the Garden of Eden. It 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 literally like I have all like being from a farm family. Mm-hmm. I've always had a little green in my life, right? Yeah. And I've always understood. My mom and dad always put a garden out the back no matter what level My mom was always a big... There you go. she lived in apartments and whatever, she always had plants Herb gardens, anything, yeah. something, right? Absolutely. This actually, I mean, like, I, I... Like, people get a little upset when they're like, I don't want fake plants around. I'm like, well, it's not a matter of trying to, like, replace in the box plants. Store. It's time and place. Like, you can't always have that everywhere. But right. you have the, the, the essence of it. Right. Thank you. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's what I think about. I get happy when I see it. And it's kind of crazy that I've actually had it in my truck for the past, like, two weeks since mm-hmm. I got back from Nashville. I'm like, it's just been chilling with me the whole entire time, and it still looks like this. 
Yeah, it looks fresh still as, looks fresh as fuck, dude. It's 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 something I think is really game changing for not only just like people in general, like so like the rooftop places. Yeah. Let's talk about like pumping water up there. Let's talk about Vegas. Yeah, Put a bunch of greenery in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You don't get that ability. No, nope. they have a limitation on water. You you don't have that, right? Yeah. So it's not a matter of taking the green away. It's just replacing with something and and inter- integrate it with green, right? It's a spiritual replacement for what you can't do, right? Based on limitations of physical uh, situations, right? Right. So you still get that essence of seeing the vegetation you can't have there and take that essence and inspiration from seeing something like this and take it to the next level. You're like, damn, that shit looks good. So now your, your mood might have changed just seeing something that was green. But you'll never know it because it's all subconscious. Yeah. And that's part of the psychology yes. of it, which I love. Yes. Uh, and I've never was a psychology major, but like everything behind it, it's not a matter of trying to fool people. It's, it's just trying to have you have that experience without you knowing it. Mm-hmm. That's not fooling. That's like, yeah, I, I don't want to be told. Um, hey, by the way, we're going to make sure you have a great time here. Yeah. I'd be like, listen to me, you stupid salesman. Then you want to sort of fight against that. You going to tell me I'm a good time? But like, like, I just fuck put, you. I'm not having a good time. on this chicken. You know, this chicken tastes so goddamn good, but you'll know what the season is, right? So we put a little season on your on your on your spirit as you walk through where, where this visit 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 green is. Vista green, Vista no, green, and season on your spirit, man. You should really coin that right away. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be the emerald of motherfucking spirit. You're like, well, bam. <laughs> a little season on your spirit. A little season on your spirit. You know, I don't want you to be unseasoned. <laughs> you like unseasoned chicken? Nobody. Put a little season on your spirit. You bland like, as fuck. I got, got you. you. I got you, baby. Look, suck, baby. Just a little bit of... <laughs> dude, that motherfucker got it. Dude, I, I don't even know. Man, internet can be your friend or your worst enemy. He won that shit. Oh, dude, he did. That's all. Isn't it like some sort of like restaurant right now, like doing yeah, shit? Yeah, man, that shit blew the fuck up, man. He has a whole list of memes, and I still just he, he be funny. He, he was just being him, though. That's that it. was the best part about it. He had been cooking for like ten plus years before that moment happened, and now we are where we are. Yeah, and like. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you to unscrew that back part. He's taking off the whole damn thing. One of the best things about. Yeah, there you go. See, take it up. Unscrew, unscrew. I'm so sorry for the noise. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, got your way. There it is. Take it out your way. And home is where the heart is. Nice. So now we're back to the. And now we're back to being what we came to do. I think it's dope as shit. I mean, I feel better having some greens. I was, I need to put some. I feel I need to put some plants down here now. Where they gonna grow at? I mean, like, seriously, it's, it's it's something that I hope to be able to do some good with, but still have that bit of entrepreneurship to where I make money at. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, you gotta feed the family. It, it, it's, it's not, yeah, you have to feed the family. You know, I mean, woodworking has done a good amount for me, mm-hmm. but it's always been a, a subsidy. It's yeah. always been like, oh yeah, this is good to do, and, and also I've been able to do a little bit of good with it, which is... Neither here nor there, but like, give them a little bit of donation. Like, hey, I really like your boards. Let me sell them. Do you mind donating? Yeah, you know, I mean, for it, sure. It was something that I really appreciated because no one's ever asked for anything from me like that. Mm-hmm. And it was really awesome to actually have the ability to do something like that, and not just, you know, I can, I can really work hard, right? No, no, no. It, you're asking something I built. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a different 
structure in your mind. Right. This is something came from me and energy that I care about. So you want to be, you want to make sure it's appreciated and not taken for granted. Right. Right. And it, there are people that have taken advantage of certain things like that. And oh yeah, that's gonna happen. It, right. What are you gonna do about it though? Right. right? You, you, you can hold on to it, let it take you apart, or you can let it go and keep moving. Right. Always forward. That's all. Exactly. Always don't forward. don't let it don't let it take you apart. So, but it's tough. But you know. Do what you got, you know. I think it's dope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I can do to help this, uh, do what it do. Cause I think it's dope as fuck. Well, I appreciate it, man. Because St. Louis, honestly, I'm the only person in the United States actually solely doing this. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has got their like synthetic lawns and parts that mm-hmm. they were like trained to install it, but not concentrating on this. Yeah. So it was, um, it really is. Is my my cousin actually bought the rights to the distribution center, right? Yeah. But he's only a small guy who actually proposed like a 14-page thing to the, the owner of this. And the guy was like, I'd like to talk to you. Brought him over to London, sat down with him and said, hey, you know, I really like your thought process, everything else behind it. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. At that point, he's like, Adam, I, I've seen what you can do, even after almost cutting two of my fingers off with the <laughs> saw. Um, he's like, you really put detail into this. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good match for you. It wasn't just like, hey, you know, you're my family. Go and do this. Because what I've learned even through this process and the previous process, like people buy into you. The product can be what it is. This is an amazing product on its own. And I get it, but like I'm buying into you. Like, because I I fuck with you and I trust your energy. I will take the risk on this, which is not even more of a risk. It makes sense. But like I'm buying your energy and how passionate you are about it. That's how when I talk about the podcast or anything, they're buying into how much I enjoy and am at peace with what I'm doing. Right. And they'll take their gamble. Because think about St. Louis being a host of things. It's usually behind more progressive areas of the country. So people right. you have to do a little more little more work to convince people to take their risk. People get very they hunker down set in their ways know. yeah yeah so you have to be very passionate and enjoy taking those no's you got you got to find value and empowerment in those no's and once you get a couple yeses those no's will come back and double oh, they, and, and I, then the price went up bitch because I gave you a shot, and we always say on this podcast when you take that first no when I come back around it's no it's just so you know the price went up but like you said appreciate those no's yes. because that's the thing that like you might look at somebody and go, hey, you know what? This is completely okay with you saying no, but I've given you the fast track to something that's awesome. But in the same respect, it's like I needed that no. Yeah. I needed you to say this is not going to work for me because either it was my delivery or it was how you thought about the product or something. Mm-hmm. It just taught me something to the next yep. level that's going to help me better. out. Yep. Yep. Like breaking those muscles and making it grow. It's okay. It's all right. Hey, a good no is uh, means I'm one step closer to my yes. I need to be. Yep. Didn't you go to the gym today, by the way? So you're I like did. you're you're functionally pushing that through. You're like, you know what? Yeah. I feel the nose right now. Oh That's god, it. this hurts. That's <laughs> it. I went and did my time. Have a massage. My my cardio, the lifting. Massage. Where the hell are you going? I got a club fitness on Hampton and Chippewa. And they got a, a hydro massage chair in the basement. Four of them. So I go in like thirty minutes after my workout. Full body, the the water jets hitting your body and stuff. Watch the in game. Oh, dude, Ned, yeah, I'm totally down. It's yeah. like it's good. That's my so. shit. I love when I can get there. Water jets for sure. Anything else you want to leave us with before we get up out of here? Um, man, no, I just really appreciate you and Cecil. Unfortunately, Cecil can't be here. Some of those we got to do another one because Fuck he yeah. wasn't here. Fuck yeah! Like, Damn, man, you know I feel like a 
back in a basement again. <laughs> no, no I, I really appreciate the time. I really appreciate people who are going to watch this and actually take either what we had and what levels we're going to have. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, seriously, I'm going to tell you, and the people actually listening, respond. Just say, hey, you know, I really appreciated this and that because it's going to make not only him better mm-hmm. for what we're, what him and what the people who believe in him and Cecil are doing, it's going to make life better for everybody because this is a conversation and yeah. I loved it. It was, you know, there's nothing wrong with every part we did. We didn't hit spots we didn't on the head. Oh man, there was tons of stuff. <laughs> Dude, we could do a three week fucking session, you know, on the end. Easy. Dude, Jump game, sh- game show style. What's up? Boom. That is it. Know? That is it. Adam Heitman, Heitman, I thank you for coming to I appreciate Evans. I appreciate you having that queued up to where you could actually push the button to do that. You know I'm trying to get my production skills together. I'm trying to get my production skills together. Hey, next time we'll have a bunch of people actually sitting out here to give us instant I got feedback. Some I got some chairs too for you next know? time. We'll get there. Dude, no, on the way. Again, always. And uh, your craft is, is, is nothing but improving. Even That's from it. the time we sat down to the time we walked out, man, it's going to be great. Stretch and grow would be great. All right. We're going to close it out with one of my favorite uh, quotes. I, 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 either I stole it or I came up with it. I'm not quite sure. But we're going to say I, I came up with it. So, <clears throat> if the kingdom of God is in you, wherever you go, you should leave a little bit of heaven behind. So, hey. once again, if the kingdom of God is in you, everywhere you go, you should leave a little bit of heaven behind. And we're going to thank Adam for coming down to the BBC uh, into the school audience. And he has been baptized in the in the tribe. We're gonna sign this wall, and uh, oh, next time we're gonna have you, be, you better be ready for signing this. Cause I'm this, ready. I'm, you, I'm ecstatic. No, nobody else has done this, by the oh, way. Oh, we get some. We just check it's my, not. It's not rated R, so don't worry check about my it. Snap. It's gonna be in there. I'm gonna drop it when this episode comes out. Um, and I am, as you know, I am Marcus motherfucking Boston and, uh, Cecil W. Marcus Adams. America. <laughs> Marcus America is my, uh, 2020, 2020 name. <laughs> and, uh, I'm Marcus Boston and Cecil Adams usually here, uh, not today. Um, and, uh, we want to thank Adam and love each other. Love yourself. And thank you again. Until next time. Love it. Thank you. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here?